Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. How are you today? Hello, Misha. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great, I guess. (laughs) There's so much going on right now. Adam's in Australia, and I feel like that kind of turns my life upside down. The down under. (laughs) It turns it down under. It is just the craziest time change. He's in tomorrow night or something right now. I don't even know what's going on. No, he's in tonight. Are they there for like a while enough to adjust, or has it just been... No, no, it's, they, they left like two weeks ago. So yeah, maybe. And they had a couple of days off to adjust, but it's been really hard because um, it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he gets home tomorrow and we leave in like two days to go to New York to see you. I'm sorry. It's hard, but I'm very excited to see you. <laughs> it's not hard for me. I mean, it's hard for him. I'm really excited, but Oh, I, f- I totally forgot to tell you this. You know, when we did the design show, Artfully Designed, it's on TV. Now? Yeah. How did you forget to tell me this? I think about this <laughs> once a week. I know. And <laughs> everyone can watch it if they can get Magnolia Network. The boys' rooms were redone and it was so fun. And I'm going to want to be best friends with them. And I'm really excited. The designer who worked with you guys is like one of my favorite. I follow her on Instagram. Natalie. Yep. And I'm obsessed with her. She's magical. I'm, I know we're keep messaging. We're going to try to do dinner. I'm going to try to make her a friend. We can have her. Maybe we can get her to come talk to us. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be, we need help. Help <laughs> us. <laughs> in every field, in every, yeah. No, it's, but it's so it's like with Adam in Australia and always work and, and three children and the holidays. I feel like I'm kind of juggling a lot, but there's always perspective. Yeah, I I just finished decorating like right before we got on this because oh. I've just had boxes. You know, I'm trying to go just trying to go hard this year with the decorations because I feel like it brings me so much joy. Um, but it's I've had boxes all over the place. And then we went to LA last weekend, um, kind of last minute for the Comic Con there, which is our first time at LA Comic Con. And it was so much fun. I don't regret it, but the travel in the middle of everything else has been debilitating now there's like suitcases on top of it and stuff but I think today's the day to really get it together feeling good feeling festive good I feel I feel happy about that I haven't put I haven't done our porch and I still want to I'm like is it too late of course not some people haven't started I'm just like a November person and so my head I'm like Christmas is over (laughs) I I know honestly I feel the same way I'm like man this month goes so fast that if you don't do it really early, you just don't have time. Why? Why bother? I know. But I might go today. You've inspired me. Maybe I'll just go get some. I saw in my neighborhood someone had giant, giant. I mean, it's like the size of my arm span, um, like ornaments that they hung from their front porch. Oh. And so I thought that's such an easy way because they have like four. And you just hang those bad boys up. Get those like sticky hooks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, I was supposed to do a bunch of work yesterday, but instead <laughs> I strung a bunch of tiny disco balls into a garland for my plants. <laughs> oh, magical. That's a good, oh, disco balls is another good one because you can leave those up. For New Year's. For New Year's, yes. That's what I was thinking. So this year, because I'll hang up like, you know, whatever, um, like wreaths and things around and garlands. So instead of ornaments on most of them, I put disco balls so that we can keep them up for the New Year's Eve party we're having, which is like pajamas. It's fine. I love it. Genius. Yeah, we didn't do Thanksgiving with my brothers this year because we were already planning on New Year's. And so there's a uh, disco balls. I'm just going to have to bring a few just to put around this rental house that we got in the mountains to make it festive. I got a box of like 50 of them for 30 bucks. <laughs> and I literally am putting them every. There's one right here. I'm like, what is this even doing? Look, just sitting here just for fun. But they're all different sizes. And like, I don't know, it's just it's a fun thing to have around. I want to get the disco tape and just put it on everything that hits the sun. I don't know what that means. What's disco tape? They sell tape that is like the glass square Ooh. of the disco ball. And you can put it on anything. Oh, you could uh, like disco ball a, a cardboard box. Okay. Oh, well, that's cute for, for like decor or for um, your, your presents. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen people do like shoes with it. And oh, it's on. It's on. Okay. So there was something I wanted to talk to you about today for this little mini. We have a few things to cover. One being that we're going to take the break until the new year mm -hmm. to because our lives are down under. <laughs> <laughs> But we were already planning that. So we will be back in 2024. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about was I've been wanting to watch TV. Adam's gone. I'm in between projects right now. I'm kind of starting a new one. And I was just like, what can I watch on TV? But we talked about with Rebecca and then Rebe Rebecca and I talked when we were together about there's never anything good for me mm -hmm. to watch. I did like Severance a lot, but once something gets violent or scary or boring or <laughs> cheesy, but that's why I like rom-coms because you know, they're going to be cheesy. And so you don't roll your eyes or be like, well, that's annoying or that's a trope because you know, you're getting a trope, right? So anyway, I'm like, there's nothing to watch. You just want to kind of lay around for an evening. And I found something and it was a cult documentary. <laughs> naturally <laughs> naturally about love has won now what was oh amy carlson and she uh, i don't know if she believed it truthfully i don't but she said that she i was going to say believed herself to be but i i feel like there was a a disconnect her she believed herself to be mother god yes now your thoughts so so I only started, I started it, um, but I only got like 20 minutes in so far because I had to go do something, be a person. Right. Yeah. As one <laughs> this does. like my talk of the day. Um, I didn't know what it was about. So that first scene was fucking startling when they, spoiler alert ahead, um, they go into this bedroom, to her bedroom where they've apparently like been keeping her like body mm -hmm. um, and it's just like very concerning yes I remember when the articles came out I remember when it happened and there was like the cut variety plus the news sites did cover it because part of it was because she was mummified mm -hmm. because she was taking um, natural cures for her alcoholism and one of them was silver 
Ooh, do you think that killed her? Like what? That is part of it. They the autopsy report. Lots of spoilers here, but people, it doesn't matter. It's still fascinating, you know, and and interesting and sad to watch. But the autopsy report was mostly um, alcoholism because she was an alcoholic for several years and um, anorexic, so it was not 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 um no vitamins or minerals in the body. Plus, then when she started getting her liver started shutting down, it was the uh, they were taking silver, and then the silver obviously the liver cannot. Yeah. It was like, can't. Yeah. It yeah. Um, that's bonkers. I, I got through like the portion where they were kind of like looking at her journals. There were so many, so not a kind thing to say, but there were so many misspellings. I was like, there's no way this is God. She should know. She should know all these words. <laughs> but some of the journals were the followers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. they were like, um, you know, scribes, I guess, is what how they saw themselves. And there were a lot of, I noticed that same thing, a lot of strange spellings. Again, no judgment. But I feel like if that's going to be your thing, you know, journaling and, and writing things down, you want to keep a good, clean record. Yeah, I I just think it was interesting. I love the psychology of everything. And I, you know, it's like, as a person who, like, dabbles in everything and dabbles in every religion and every new age thing I'm just like open and curious about everything it's a good lesson to for in a lot of ways because it's like a good yeah. lesson to um further your education no I'm just <laughs> it's a good lesson to think about how far you take your beliefs and also like trusting someone else to your spiritual authority because that's what yeah. all these people did Sorry, I have a lot of thoughts. Also, she has three kids and she left them with her mother and then started a cult where she was the mother. And so to me, that's like a very clear psychological issue. Yes, it seemed very much like the the followers were, um, I mean, obviously taken advantage of, but definitely were like looking for that sort of maternal figure, which is, you know, we see a lot yeah. with cults, yeah. but Part of the reason I was able to walk away is that the followers were so hard to watch. I don't know why. Like, I've seen a lot of cult documentaries, but something about this particular following was like, holy moly. They were very self-righteous. So they believed they knew they well, they wanted to know an answer. And then they believed she was giving them the right answer. And the right answer was that everyone else in the whole entire world doesn't know anything. And they're trapped in their pathetic lives and this kind of thing. And that is alluring for certain types of people who want to be superior, who want to feel superior. For sure. Yeah. Like everybody else doesn't know what's going on. We're enlightened. Um, Yeah. Not to move on. But I also watched a documentary about a cult slash religion um, called The Way Down. Oh, I haven't haven't watched that one yet. Um, It's about this woman, Gwen. So I don't know if you remember, like a couple of years ago, there was this plane that crashed into a lake and it had like seven church leaders on it no I don't remember the headline was it like a Christian church or was it I think it was in Tennessee okay um and they had this like private plane and we're going to something and uh you know the plane crashed everybody on board died so the woman who started this church I say that very loosely but it essentially is a body shaming church Yeah. She had like lost all of this weight. Um, It was so unhealthy in so many ways, like the obsession um, and shame that like she put on all of these. It's just, it is so fucked Misha. And then 
throughout the documentary, her hair begins like regular hair, but then it slowly gets closer to God oh. every year of her life. It is so teased. And what you have to Google, do a goo. Is this from the 80s or 90s or is it just, no, no. She passed away in 2020. Okay. So, but she, so the leaders of the church died and she took over. Is that kind of what? He was the leader. Oh, oh she, she died the in the car accident. Or I'm mm-hmm. sorry, she, in the, in the plane, the plane crash. crash. Oh, oh yep. sad. It's crazy. I mean, sad, but also like as the, I don't want to give too much away, but I am. Um, as the documentary goes on, you learn that they're like advocating for like abusing your children and making them conform with corporal punishment. A little boy in the church dies. Oh. Really bad. Really, really bad. Oh. Yeah, that I started the Let Us Pray documentary about um, the I in the fundamentalist uh, Baptist Church, and it is the corporal punishment and the um, shaming of, um, about women's bodies only. Of course, um, was the first episode very very intense. It's so bad, and she she released books too, how to like lose all this weight, and if you're hungry, you should pray instead. And interestingly enough, she, you know, she had this husband at the time who like kind of didn't fit the bill of what she was preaching. So you never saw him. Oh, it's wild. It's so gross. What's it Um, called again? It's called The Way Down. I'm trying to find a picture of this woman. I mean, the cover, the cover of the documentary is like all you need to. Oh, okay. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, is that a real photo or is that a, that's a real photo. Oh. I mean, the world is a crazy place. I, people are sometimes can be so desperate for answers that they will like go turn towards anyone to, to find them. It's hard though. Mm -hmm. I was making a list because I was um, watching that documentary and so freaked out. And I listened to a lot of weird books, which I've taught and watched a lot of weird documentaries. It can be like a fun exercise to write only what you know is true. Mm Mm-hmm. So I made a list. I was like, oh, these people are kind of freaking me out that doc- because you can't really trust someone who, tell- who says they know the answers. Immediately, something in me now from watching all these documentaries and reading all these books pings, you know, and you're like, OK, well, what do I actually know to be true? And I mean, it's, yeah. it's a short list. This is why we're like, math isn't real. <laughs> oh, well, I told you about the infinity. Doc- I watched the black hole documentary with, with about Stephen Hawking and then this infinity documentary. Infinity is so crazy. Watch the documentary. It's you. fascinating. I haven't watched the documentary, but I've been parroting what you said about it being like <laughs> the proof of God. Uh, yes. To everybody. They say so. This, Yeah. There's infinity in between. I know I've already said this, but it's fascinating. There's infinity exists in between every single number, in between one and two, in between two and three is an infinite number of ways to fit in infinity. And so it's like, what, what's going on in the world? I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. I mean, I've been thinking a lot about Rebecca's episode last week and just, you know, and we've heard um, sort of similar sentiments echoed, but just this idea that we are connected and that we are all important to each other's journey and like what we do has an effect it's all infinity I don't know it makes my head explode but I love just meandering I do too and the black hole documentary speaking of like multiple universes and potential potentialities they are they kind of explain a black hole as like a cat could go in and a piano could come out because they don't they they say that it's possible that within black holes the laws of physics don't apply and then they're like, then nothing is real. 
<laughs> then yeah. none of it applies if it doesn't apply in a black hole. And so I'm like, maybe not, there's nothing's real. It's very fascinating. We don't know anything. We know nothing. Oh my God. I just remembered another documentary that I watched this week. It was wrapping Christmas presents and it was the worst choice I've ever made. And I'm going to briefly talk about it because it's so horrifying. And I can't believe I didn't know more about this. Um, Susan Powell, do you know anything about it's crime? No, definitely not up your alley. I do not recommend it. I've never felt so physically ill after watching a story of so much um, failure by like our legal system. Is she the lady who took older people into her? Um, no, I think that's a, that's a different one. She's the victim in the case. Um, but she basically like her husband takes her on a camping trip allegedly, but doesn't tell anybody that she's with them. The only reason they know that she was present is her children say, mommy was with us. And then she, they left, we left her with the crystals and, The husband like denies he has any involvement, says she ran away with somebody, like all of this stuff. Anyway, it spirals into this like horrifying, deep seated family shit on his side of like his father being a pervert who like this is so horrifying. But his they find out that his father is like obsessed with his wife, with the son's wife who disappeared to the point that he will like save cotton balls that she's used. They find all these bags of like used tampon. It's disgusting. Um, he was writing like love stories about her and taking like photos of her when she wasn't aware, just really bad. And then they ended up finding that he had all of these like really dark kind of tendencies. So even with all of this evidence against the family and against the, you know, the father of these two kids who are now left without a mom, the court lets them have visits, with these children. And it is so it's just like, fuck. Oh, sorry. I really brought this Christmas episode <laughs> to a new place, but I'm like, why I'm watching like the darkest shit this week. It and it's really sad. crazy. The world. I mean, it's like the pain that psychosis and fear and. Like, and just the way that like the, the justice system yeah. doesn't show up for situations like that. Well, there's so many articles out there about how judges, um, if they like, lawyers are really careful about what time of day they try to schedule their hearing because like if they haven't eaten, if they are tired at the end of the day, if they, there's like all these different um, variables about how the outcomes will be changed one way or the mm-hmm. other based because they're just like fallible human yeah. animals. Just a human being. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even doctors have bad days. Surgeons, yes. it's like, you, there's so many things at play. Like nobody can be perfect all the time. Considering um, the, the wild variables and fear and chaos out there that's what I tell my, my you know my mom is like a De- Debbie her name is Deb she's <laughs> content to like pay attention to the scary and negative I'm like considering all that shit look at what we've done here it's not perfect and there's a lot of bad things happening but for the most part all the nations and all the streets and all the people that are doing the damn thing that's the miracle You're so right. That's why when we talk about the breakdown of society, it's extra terrifying. (laughs) Because it's like stuff like that is like, yeah, there's wild shit out there. Yeah, I can't watch it. But I do am so interested in cults, probably for my own check to check myself, because I have the tendency to want to believe the opposite of everyone else for the most part, you know, and it's just who I am contrarian. And so 
I, that's why I like those. Cause I'm like, see Misha, you just walk that middle path. You just stay on it. <laughs> you don't get to. You do, you're, you're coming at it from like, a, I want to be informed. I want to learn. I want knowledge. Yeah. I, I feel like the unity thing that Rebecca talks about and that we've talked about a lot is like, until you can get to the place where you realize we're all come from the same place so that we're all equal or we're all the same, and you know, the soul or whatever you it's trouble. You're going to be in trouble because yep. there's like this superiority, this need to be right, this. And so I try to come at it like that. And so when I watch this documentaries, I'm like, what is the psychology or the need or the fear or the pain behind all of it? It's funny you say that because I've been thinking a lot about this sort of need to be right or this need to like um, have people know that you are more informed or that you, you know, whatever, that you did, you did things that were correct and other people didn't. It's like, I'd be terrible in a cult because I'd be like, I'm here and I love it. It's great. But I'm not like recruiting anybody. Yeah. I I go back and forth because I go through phases. Like I, because I grew up in such, so really proselytizing, seriously, you know, that was like my job. They told me I had to go save souls or whatever. I think that's like, I have to wash that out of my system every now and then. But sometimes if I learn something like about, um, you know, mostly like, you know, women's rights or feminism or like being a mother and these things that I've experienced and that I want to get out, I will like put them out. But even then I'm like, people can come. Yeah. To Sometimes I'm even like, you know what, I don't need to share it. I don't, people can come to this in their own way. They'll find the information if they need to. For me, it's like, I try to pull back on that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else we'd be really bad at? An MLM. You'd be, but you'd be so, you're so charming and alluring. Oh. You just, you could, you could really kill it selling essential oils. I would just end up keeping all the oh, shit yeah. that I had to sell yeah. because I'm like, oh, well, I have everybody over for a party, but I like, I don't really want to make them buy stuff. Yeah. I would be bad <laughs> at that because I, I like already like putting, selling my book or, you know, a project. I'm just like, oh, I hate, I, I like, be, don't want to sell shit. It's horrifying. It is horrifying. Yeah. But you know, it's like you want to make stuff and you want people to know that it's available and you want to like design stuff. Like anytime we come up with a merch item or something, I'm like, this is something that I would want. Yeah. Like I want to make things that are things that I would buy or that I would want. But then you're like, hey guys, here's a thing that's available. Like it's embarrassing. No, it is. My agent was like, every five words out of your mouth should be man-made constellations. And I'm like, Oh, so what a look, you just did it. <laughs> yes. So I did it about, see, Mark, I did it. No, but it's like, I, it's true. Cause you, cause like when you're an indie author, you know, when you're with an independent publisher, you, they, you know, you have to be partly your own PR and your own marketing and your, and I totally understand that. And, but it can be like, oh, I'm, I don't know how to do that. It's not my job. It's also like, not necessarily where I feel comfortable. Yeah to then look at it as a product, that's a hard shift to go from this baby that I've worked mm -hmm. on that came from my guts. Well, now it's done and it's in print and now it's something I have to sell. I know. Right? It's not a normal jump. It isn't. It's so different. There's such different wheelhouses, but it is also important. And I understand that because it's, um, there's a large pool of stuff. And if, if you want it to be your job, you could put it on the altar and back away, but you also have to be like, oh, but it's, it's there. It's still there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, I have to go get my nails done. So go get your nails done. They're gonna be beautiful. You're beautiful. I'm gonna see you this week for holiday shows. Can't wait. If there's still tickets available, people should come. Yeah. 
New York, oh, New I'm... Jersey. It'll be so fun. Yeah. Got all my newly outfits. <laughs> oh my gosh. I returned my late this month, so I have nothing new because I know. I was like, why can't I refill it? And then I realized I was bad. All right. Well, um, okay. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a happy holiday season. And we love you. We love you because we're all one. We love you. <laughs> Join our we cult. Love you. Yeah. Go watch some happier docs. Send us some send us yeah. some recommendations for holiday things to watch. And we'll see you in 2024. Bye-bye.